Blog Talk Radio. Chicago Blackhawks tonight. We'll be talking a bunch of other stuff. For those listening on the podcast more to the show, thanks for listening on iTunes. Thank you for listening on Stitcher. Maybe you're following us, maybe you're not. We are on Twitter, at Larcher Lawrence. Without any further ado, let's hand it over to my friend and partner, uh, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Not too bad, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I printed some. I didn't know you were going to talk to me. What a glorious day in Chicago because we, once again, are the champions of hockey. When it comes to the world of hockey, we're number one. We got the title belt. We're holding it up high, and the rest of the world is looking at us saying, wow. They are the champions. You know, I was watching the game, and when we were down in the series, right. it felt like we could lose it. Yeah, sure. And then we tied it up, and it was like, yep. all right, well, let's see what happens. People were kind of like, okay, we, we could still lose this. Then when we went up a game, everyone was like, this thing's over. Everyone felt Everyone it. knew we had it. Everyone felt it. You could it. feel it. Well, But then, you then, were watching the first period of that game. Right. You were kicking back, drinking some beers, yeah, yeah, you, wearing sure your hockey you sweaters. It was a Monday night, but you were ready to roll. I you was. were ready to like, do it. It was like Monday night football came early, you know? Exactly. So you're sitting there, and, and things are looking bad. As a matter of fact, they're looking horrible. Yeah. The Blackhawks didn't look good at all. No, no. Then next thing you know, they just were they were putting on a show. It was like the ice capades. They were just, it was like the Harlem Globetrotters when all of a sudden the Globetrotters go down. You know, I sit here and I talk about how much the NBA is written in a script, but that that right there was darn near a script. I mean, picture perfect. Unbelievable. We're all feeling down, you know. It's like you said, all that confidence kind of went away by the end of that third period. It's coming down. When you're pulling a goalie, I mean, the best you can hope for is overtime. Right. Then it happened. Boom, magic. Bang. We're going to overtime, boys. We are. But no, no, we didn't stop there. Boston got a little down, the fans. Right. You know, they're like, ah, overtime. Then? Boom. Boom. It was over just like that. I wish John Madden would have been on that call. Yeah. Or Robert Oral Ellis. And only two people in America will get that joke, but I'm one of them. Oh, yeah. I'm not the other. No, you're not. No. 
There was a guy like in the 90s who created the worst music video of all time. And he had his catchy song, and he was a one-hit wonder. And the song was, boom, it was over, just like that. Jesus. And now you know the rest of the story. Good day. Uh, I'd just like to say hey to guest 12570, and uh, then goodbye to guest 12570. In and out. In and out tonight. Well, you were offensive in your intro. What What did I say? Uh, you said some things. I did not. What did I Did I drop? Did I drop a... A curse? You pulled the Paula Dean there. <laughs> I did not. You didn't even I didn't drop it. an didn't in there. I did not do it. Jesus. I think just starting the show talking hockey is considered a Paula Dean. No, you, you had to start talking about it. Well, of course. Then it was brilliant. And I'll tell you, you know, the news made it look bad, and there were a few reports of some hooligans, you know, doing things. Those aren't the Blackhawks fans that I saw. The ones that I saw heading down to Wrigley, sure, they're, you know, a little, little obnoxious. But, I mean, it was a pretty peaceful celebration, and maybe Lauren could even uh, help us out on that one a little bit. But she went down there right into the heart of it. She said that the, the cops were peaceful down there. Everything was uh, was good. A lot, of, a lot of people screaming and yelling and all of that. Right. But they just kind of let it go. It looked much worse on TV around here. Now, you have a report from your neck of the woods, well, don't yeah, you? Well, about seven miles down Addison and the other neck of the woods down there by O'Hare. Oh, yeah, way out there in, what, the Harlem, Cumberland Harlem, area Har- out there? Yeah. Addison and Harlem. I took the back roads out this morning. I'll tell you about that later. But yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Right about there, um, there's a tradition where people blow shit up and do fireworks anytime uh, a sports team wins. Okay. And normally, it's like an Italian soccer team, and I have no idea what's going on. Oh, you don't know why they're no, doing I'll it. I'll be sitting in You'll... my underwear, yep. a- enjoying on a Sunday, playing some Madden football. You know, uh, yeah. harassing people on the internet. Doing your thing, and having some whiskey. Dynamite will blow Talking up. to your box. Yeah. I wish I had a box to talk to. Yeah. Um, dynamite will blow up. There'll be explosions. And then you'd go out there wearing some soccer jerseys. There'll or be fireworks. People start honking horns. Jeez. You'll think it's Armageddon. Yeah. You go outside, and there's people marching, and the streets are closed down, and people are throwing fireworks at each other and yep. grabbing ass, and you yep. don't know what the hell's happening. Yeah. And it turns out some Italian soccer team won. Well, not this time. Well, I learned a couple of years ago, the first time the Hawks won, the same thing happens with the I Hawks. remember. You were out with your camera that night as well. I, I remember it pr- pretty well. Uh, that night was my birthday, the night that uh, Kane scored that goal. Really? Win it. Yeah, uh, in Philadelphia. Went outside, and people giving me high fives all around. You yeah. felt pretty important. Yeah, I was like, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then the same thing happened again. Game six on the road out on the East Coast, which, I mean, it's pretty much where this is going to happen. See, my neighborhood, unlike your neighborhood, it's not all the, the drunken yuppies. It's guys with guns, and, and they're, Chicago, they're firemen, they're policemen. My neighborhood's kind of where the policemen live. Do you think there's policemen out there shooting off guns and fireworks or that stuff? Well, they're the only people allowed to have guns and fireworks in the city. Well, yeah, come on. So they're out there, they're blowing things up, and the cops are, the police, just like down in the city, the police line the streets. It's quite a sight. Given the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, there's a little uh, civil unrest, but nothing, nothing dramatic. Nobody breaks windows like the uh, the idiots down here. No, no, no. The, that was down further on Lincoln. It's like Clark. Yeah, that's what I mean. Down at like the 2400 block of Clark. That's was, where all you would expect it from a Clark, though. It was way down there. Come on, get out of here. It's a street. <laughs> yeah, it's named Clark. It's hello, named- guest one two eight zero five. Thanks for joining us. Boy, if you thought you were having a bad day today, you can only think of Aaron Hernandez. Wow. And the day he's had. Kind of puts it into perspective, partner. But then again, he murdered somebody, allegedly. Well, yeah, allegedly, we'll say. No bail. Right. Uh, Let's see. 
he had smashed up his cell phone, smashed up his home security system, right? Yeah. Uh here, here, here are some of the facts that I know about the case. Okay. So uh, they, they found text messages that placed them together. You're like a young man. They do have footage from his own security camera uh-huh. showing him walking around with the murder weapon. The murder weapon walking around the house. That's pretty With bad. the murder weapon. And That's the body weird. was found less than a half a mile from the house. He had people clean his house on the Monday after the alleged events. Oh, but who doesn't? It was his first time. Yeah. I'm just saying, he is the dumbest alleged murderer. He should have called the wolf. Find. The wolf? The wolf. Is that like that guy on Breaking Bad who shows up and just cleans up? That wolf, sort of, but it's okay. Pulp Fiction. Harvey oh, yeah, Keitel? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, same thing. Call the wolf? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had Mike on Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was like Mike. Yeah. Didn't they end up... Well, we won't. We won't ruin it. Well, yeah, we won't go there yet. No, I'm sorry. The last part of the last season is about to start. I can't wait. That's did you lose it? Did you lose interest, or did you stick with that show? I watched it until I've, I've seen every episode they've aired. Okay, yeah, so right. I stuck with it. But now I forgot everything that has happened because it's been it's been four years. No, it's been a while. The star of the show, uh, Gandolfini, died. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. No, he did. He's the star of the show. He used to play Malcolm's uncle. So they fired um, Hernandez immediately. Yeah, it was within an hour. Of the arrest. They didn't even dick around. That's why I like the Patriots. There's they, a GIF out there. The There's a GIF out there because, you know, the reporters have been camped outside of Hernandez's place. Yeah. There's a GIF or GIF? It's a GIF. GIF. Uh, there's a GIF out there that, that uh, shows the moment that the cops knocked on his door and they show him answering the door <laughs> in the moment that he realizes he's being arrested. Yeah, it's a bad morning. No, no doubt about it. You know, I had a bad situation the other day. Were you arrested? No, but Monday I had a really stressful day, so I decided, well, I'm going to go get a steak. I need a steak. Nice. So I stopped That's at Lone good. Star, and I've had nothing but problems with Lone Star. Nothing but trouble with these people. Not Lone Star, Longhorn. Lone Star is a great 90s uh, country band. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm having a steak. I order a strip steak, and there's some teachers sitting at the end of the bar, uh-huh. and they're talking about students and stuff, and I'm eavesdropping. I'm enjoying myself, eating the bread and having a little salad. And then all of a sudden, this stinky fat guy sits down. There was a stinky fat guy who wasn't me. There was there was a separate. It wasn't me. It's like we're it's like we're seeing uh seeing myself here. But it was like a fifty year old guy who he just looked sweaty. He looked out of place, and I thought he was a little slow. <laughs> why why are you laughing? Go ahead. All right, I got a lamp pan, buddy. I'm never going to be a fat, sweaty old man. But I think that once somebody might have thought, there's a 50-year-old man, sweaty old man coming in here. Okay, regardless. Yeah. He sits down, and the first thing he does is he orders a chicken parmesan at a steakhouse. Really? Yeah. And then he goes, and then this is, I'm sitting there eating soup. You heard him order this? Yeah, he's right next to me. So you listened in. He's right next to me. Oh, yeah. He sits down next to me. He blocks my view. Where are you at, Baker Square? Yeah, Long Long Branch. Okay, yeah. Longhorn. Yep, Longhorn. So I'm sitting there, and now I'm at to the point. Well, first off, and then he goes, "Where's the bathroom?" As I'm eating my uh, salad. Okay. It's just put a bad. You know, I just picture him going to the bathroom and defecating. That's okay. What's in right. My head. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. So this stinky bastard goes away, and he comes back, and he's just playing on his phone. No doubt, some weird dating hookup site or something. Not that I would know anything about that, and. <laughs> He's okay, Cuban. He's there, and as soon as he gets back from the John, he sits down, and they, they go, "Well, is this your steak?" He goes, "Yeah." Boom, steak. It's a steak with mashed potatoes. Nobody gets mashed potatoes but me. I get as like a lap band. 
or I'd be having a I'd be having a baked potato like everyone else. So I know it's mine. It's a how script. ever did they make that mistake? It's a, because of the idiot. How did they make that mistake and deliver it to this guy? Because the waitress is too busy, or the bartender's too busy being a waitress because they're understaffed. So one of the kitchen help brought the steak out. Uh huh. And I mean, there's only two people at the bar. A case of mistaken identity. In this, uh, he thought that it was you. He thought it was you that he was handing it to. No, it's that's what it was. What do you think they wrote? I mean, you got the lap band, and you're you're doing great. You're looking great and all, but I'm just saying. He accepted the steak. So then he's over there. He's cutting. Would you accept a steak if a if you had ordered chicken parmesan? If you had ordered chicken parmesan, you would accept. I would have said, I don't think this is what I ordered. Come on, if a great how how good did that steak look? How good did the well, steak look the man, out, Archer? The man you commented know multiple it times how good the steak was. You're darn right he did. First if you would have taken it, he too. He looks at the steak and he goes, mm, oh, ooh. And then he starts cutting it. I'm just staring at him seething. So Cookie Monster, fat old Cookie Monster, sat down next to you and stole your steak. Well, he didn't want cookies. He wanted steak. What so, did he have for dessert? So finally the fat coffee. So finally <laughs> the waitress goes, oh. And she goes up to him and she goes, didn't you order the chicken parmesan? She's a sweet girl with a southern accent. I make I'm not making her sound right. Well, it sounded good. But she sounds she's like sounds like a mix of your dad and uh Yeah, all right. Well she's Thelma gorgeous. From Thelma she's Louise. a gorgeous, nice girl with yeah. a southern accent. Anyways, she she confronts the guy and he goes, Oh Oh yeah, I've been golfing all day and uh I don't know, I you put food in front of me and I just ate it. Oh, it is good. This is the best steak I've ever had. <laughs> mm. You got to live through him. You got to live through him. So then she apologizes to me, and he's still making noises, saying how good the steak is. And I go, I turn to the guy, and I go, man, I bet your day of golf was exhausting, because I've done nothing but work all day, and I'm pretty tired. And that steak looks good. And he's just like, mm-hmm. Brushes me off. Eats the fuck. Doesn't, M- my question for you, Al Archer. Al Archer, how did that chicken parmesan taste? Oh, she brought the chicken parmesan out. And she's like, I'll wrap it up. He's like, no, 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 the steak's fine. The steak's fine. <laughs> so you ate the chicken parmesan? No, I waited for my steak patiently, and they gave me a free. And now the thing is, I'm on the lap band, and I don't want to eat a lot of calories. I was in Rockford, Illinois today, Al Archer, and I ate Red Lobster. Oh, I love Red Lobster. Oh, it's delicious. How about that bread they bring out beforehand? No calories. No, no calories no, no, in that biscuit. None whatsoever. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It's as good as your hometown team winning a hockey championship. It is that good. It's pretty amazing. We're talking hockey. We're talking some sports here tonight. 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. Thank you, know, you so much for tuning in. You know what's about a month away, Clark? Um, I do. Uh, August. Uh-huh. Just a little bit over a month away. Right. August. NFL training My camp. sister's birthday. Oh, of course it is. And this is the year we have built... We have always in Chicago had a great defense, and we've always made the same comment. Man, if we had a quarterback, if we didn't have this bum Kyle Orton, if, if we, we had, had an offensive-minded coach, if we had a coach, we'd be fine. So what we do, we get a quarterback. We get a quarterback, and things still suck. Right. Because we don't have an offense. So we say, well, let's get an There's offensive-minded no line. coach. No, right. We get an offensive-minded coach. Then we're like, well, we still don't have an offensive line. Coach or a tight first, end. then line. We've got a line. we got an offensive line. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we get a tight end. Yes. It is now or never. If Jay Cutler is a special player, he's a grown-up now. He has a child. He has little Jimbo Cutler. He's got a, yeah. uh, his gorgeous supermodel wife. Eh, supermodel. Uh, reality star. Oh, was she right. just a reality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did she get on the reality show? Uh, she was in the hills or whatever, the, the Beverly Hills. By the, the way, hills. speaking of sports, tonight kicks off a new season 
of Big Brother. Some, oh, I was going to bring that up to you earlier. Somebody, I saw somebody posted on the uh, on the uh, social network that I use. So it's possible we might have weekly updates from Eric calling in. Wow. And I know you would just love that, and I'm sure most of the listeners would too. Who's Eric? Uh, Cyberson. Oh, Eric from Comedy Action. Yeah. And you guys are going to discuss Big Brother. We'll talk Big Brother. We can cut That'll you be out great. completely. No, I like. Yeah, I mean, you can go get a drink refill or whatever you do. You I like play, it. Play on your. Uh, I'm a computer. fan. Yeah, I'm good. That sounds good. So are you and I going to the parade? I think that's what the people want to know. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go to the parade. You know what? Uh, being in the tourist business that I am, uh, they are shutting down all of the East West streets from Randolph all the way to Roosevelt for the uh, for the big celebration down in Hutchinson Fields, which is the same area. Where Barack Obama back in November of 2008 gave his speech. It's down there where they play 16 inch softball. If you're an 80s movie guy, it's right, it's right down there where they filmed uh, a lot of scenes from It's About Last Night with a young Rob Lowe and a young uh, Demi Moore. The other Belushi brother was there, which Ugh. the Belushi brother's in a little bit of heat. The yeah. Blackhawks fans are on him. People are sick and tired of this Jim Belushi. You and I are common folk, and so is he apparently, because only players are supposed to hoist the cup. Right. And Belushi did it. Belushi, people are up in a roar. People are just sick of him. So they're closing down a bunch. So tomorrow at work, I've got to do a lot of uh, a lot of figuring out, and, and that's what I call it—a little figuring out, a meeting of the minds, figuring out if we're going to be able to do a tour because a lot of our Segway tours go through Grant Park, sure. and they're just shutting it down. So, uh, but when when uh, some of these these people from other uh, lands who come and they visit, wouldn't they be intrigued by getting on a little scooter with you and? Uh, and going around and seeing the madness that is unfolding, that is the Black Hawks energy. Yes, yeah. I would. I mean, I would pay extra for that. Can I get a tour? Oh, yeah. wait, I'm too fat. That's no, no, no. This is part of your celebration. Once you get down to 260, and the and wait, the, if and you're an athletic dude, if if you're built a little athletic, it kind of you can stretch that up a little bit too. Oh, I'm athletic. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we'll get like, to about three. Yeah, yeah no, not three, not three. No, no, no. We'll wait till nope. it's about 20 pounds from now. No, yeah. Down to 70. How about, we'll call it 270, and I'll take you out. All right. Well, now that we, I mean, the listeners love this. I mean, yeah, no, they do. Good for yeah, oh, it is what they're tuning in for. Are we on the air, Al? I hope not. I have this conversation every week. Look at this guy here. He lost his shoe. That's one of the Bruins, and that's why they lost. That's uh, defensive man uh, Zdenko Chara. Pack it up, isn't he? You, what you got to do when you're in, anytime you're in Boston, before you put your skate on, you have to blow in it in case there's a scorpion in there. I just could not imagine if I had been watching the Hawks game and we're down three to two, and you're seconds away from Game Seven, and you're like, all right, we have a chance. It's done. We're we in. got a chance in Game Seven. That's all you we need. You are getting ready to go seven. to chairs and have a good time and talk Boom. Patriots football. Right, you're right. Patriots football. Uh, you can talk a little Boston. The Red Sox. I can only say Boston and Chowder. Like everybody else, it's all anybody who tries to imitate, imitate Boston. I don't. I can't. I don't even know. I can't even come close. Eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. Eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. Al, I'm going to check this out for a second. Okay. Holler. Yeah. All right. Well, Clark is checking something out. I don't know what that means. I think I imagine he's probably got some breaking sports news that is going to absolutely tear your sporting world apart. And right now in Chicago, we are on a Blackhawks high, and we will continue riding this high for another couple days, and then we will crash land and realize that all we're stuck with now is really bad baseball teams. 
Things are getting rough, man. The North Side cleaning up a little bit. They got rid of that kid, Ian Stewart. Yeah, they're uh, interesting. He did his he did his tweeting in and made the uh, made the team a little mad. But that, that's what you want to see from them. You want to see the you want to see the Cubs working towards something, and I think that's what they're doing. And you can respect that. Meanwhile, the White Sox are just bad. They're just horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. Did you hear that? We're good to go. Were you literally checking if we were on the air? Yeah, I was. You gotta have a little faith. I check it all the time, man. I check it all the time. Sutton is in the house. It's been a while. Hey, Sutton, how you doing? Welcome back. And did I just say in the house? You did. What's that? So I met your friend. You had a little party here. You had a red, white, and blue. You had um, um, you were Russia. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a great party. Well, you you showed up as Captain America. Yeah, I, I cowboy well, Captain I mean, America. I had my American flag on and my usual hat and shade, and you know, yeah, the look I hold, uh, the look I stole from Hank Jr. That Kid Rock also happened to steal from. Ooh, that's correct. Yeah, and so it was a little bit of a meeting of the the battle of the minds, which I have to talk to you about your avatar, sir. Uh huh. I I picked an avatar. And then a few hours later, yeah. you picked the same exact one. Today, you and I were having a, a decent conversation between two men via the internet, the right. Facebook internet, the chat. And I couldn't tell if it was you typing or me. You realize they have different colors for you and I when you type. No, there aren't. Not, oh, on your phone maybe they do, but they didn't on the internet. Yep. No, I'm pretty sure they do. Huh? I'm pretty sure they do. No, I didn't have different colors. I'll tell you that much. Are you colorblind? What's that? Have you ever been tested for colorblindness? Seriously? Yeah, no, I have. Are you sure? You could probably pop something up. Yeah. You see that? What color? The is uh, the stripes on the American flag pin that you're wearing. Um. They're they're red, and there's some white ones, and then there's blue on there too. All right, let me find convos. I hate I hate on this. I got the little app tablet thing. Yeah, uh, the Surface. I'm not a fan of Facebook yet on here. I think they'll get there, but I don't know. Well, you know, we really should have made that picture the Larcher and Lawrenson picture. No, yeah. The show. Yeah, no. We'll it, get there. Well, maybe maybe next week we will. All right. But it worked out. Lauren actually took that picture. I'll give her a little bit of credit on that. Do you by chance have the original? Uh, I might. You, you want to mess with it, don't you? Yeah, I, I yeah. would like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I did that one that night. Like, right, you know, no, I was, that was good. it was good. A little bit in a different mindset that night, you know, you get it. I just think it could just be magic. Like, you did it to get it out there, which is awesome. Yeah, no, it might be. Uh, you're right, but it does have our names pretty clearly spelled no out. No problem. <laughs> no, it does. Oh, it does on the chat? Yeah. No, it doesn't next to it, though. So. Nah, yeah. I was using a computer with Windows 98. Maybe that was the issue. Well, that probably would be. That seems a little old. Ah, uh, crap. <laughs> Let's see the chat rope. So this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, let's see here. This alderman here in the neighborhood wants to, uh, wants to run the Cubbies right out of town, it looks like. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he he wrote a letter, you know, all these other towns around are uh, are offering to uh throw throw the Wrigley Field hat in the ring. They want to build their own Wrigley Field for the Cubs to come play in. And uh, you know, all the alderman wants to do is to control these guys and not let them have what they want. 
you know, they, they want to have the scoreboard out in the outfield. They want to have a little bit more signage. It's not really going to block the, uh, the people who've been stealing the product the whole time anyway. Yeah. The rooftops. New video board, it, it's not going to make that big of a difference out there. And this alderman, he's jumping in, and he's sending, he's sending letters to the Cubs with demands. He says that if the organization wants his supports, they're going to need to cut by one-third of the side the left field video scoreboard and greatly, greatly reduce the size of the right field advertising sign. He said he spoke to Rahm Emanuel about these and uh, other specific changes that he wants to the Cubs plan before sending a letter this? to the team officials. What's that? Who is this? It, uh, uh, Tooney, our, uh, our alderman here, the 44th oh, Ward. Guy, guy's alderman right here in Lakeview, Illinois. Can we get him on I love week? this neighborhood. I'll tell you that much. But i got to tell you, that field is what has made this neighborhood what it is. That is what has generated what is going on. Let's send a letter to Tooney. You live right down the street. His office is right here. Yeah. You saw him shoveling a sidewalk once, so you have a very close relationship with him. Yeah, he's right down there. Uh, there are no ultimatums, he says, but he clearly has to articulate to, to his community what are the most important aspects of this plan that we need to look at changing. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. See? Exactly. That's, that's my point exactly, Larcher. Um, they also want to get rid of the pedestrian bridge that's over Clark Street from the hotel over there. I can do with or without it. The team says that... So when, when Less traffic. I right. like this. The alderman wants, um, wants them to pay taxes for the airspace right. for going over there, which the team, before Ricketts owned it, of course, they expanded the bleachers a few years back. The team paid for the airspace of expanding the bleachers over the sidewalk. They played, paid some, what, what is for airspace? some of the taxes. Airspace, uh, the, the space above the street, the space so you can see the clouds, the space so you can see the sunset. It's part of what you live and where you oh, live your this daily life. Con- you know what? So now These they don't Democrats, want to do that. this is such garbage. Yeah. Everybody I mean, I'm all for this neighborhood. I love all the aspects of it. I love the diversity. I love the diversity of the neighborhood. But we've got to look at it as what makes this neighborhood what it is. And that field has brought in the most money. It, it affects our businesses. They're bringing in money. They're spending money in the local businesses. And, yes, a lot of it is the bars there along Clark Street, but there's more than that. The restaurants are seeing more people. Everybody is, is, is making money off of this. And my thing is, ease up. Let's give them a little bit more what they want. They're not trying to ruin Wrigley Field. They're trying to make the changes very subtle and keeping it where it is. I mean, of course, making it subtle is just part of pleasing the masses. But they're working hard to please the masses. For once, I think I agree with you, Clark. Uh, if what you're saying is, listen, Wrigley owns that land. They own the land above it. They own everything about it. They should be able to do whatever the hell they want. Uh-huh. If they want to blow that place up and put in a water slide, God bless them. They should do that, and they should move the damn team wherever they want. I agree. Which they don't want to move the team. So let them stay there. Let them build what they need to build so they can make money. And then they can make money, and then they can get better players, and they can have a better team. It all affects everything. This article that I'm referencing here uh, comes from the Tribune uh, from John Byrne. I found it over at Chicago Breaking News today. Uh, Tooney said that his voice has been heard in the negotiations, but his letter expresses frustration with the amount of communication he has been getting from the team as he tries to assure the concerns of the residents in the already congested neighborhood full of bars and restaurants. He wants to assure us residents. Well, let me tell you, I, I am one of the residents, and, and I get it. Those of us who don't want to live right on Clark Street don't. We live, we live off sure. to the side where you get a little bit of quiet. You're right down the street from a school that has a nice park outside of it where a lot of nice activities go on. The, the movies in the park, I think that the Hawthorne neighbors put on. Movies in the park uh, every month during the summer, I think that's a great thing for families. 
they're doing a great job. This neighborhood really does good things. It does. And the field doesn't really affect it that much. Well, it does cause some traffic. It does. But when you live in the neighborhood, you learn to, that, to not use your car during those times. We, we don't have to. The field was here before the neighborhood was here. Post hoc ergo proctor hoc. You know what that means? Latin. Is it a hockey term? It's Latin. It's mainly used in legal sense. Okay. Before there, it's, I, I don't know what the hell it means, but it basically means before there, because of after. In a sense, because you, you this neighborhood exists because of the existence of the Cubs. Yes. So without, this, this neighborhood has no problems except crimes and drugs and gangs and horrible things if you remove Wrigley from the equation. Democrat, piss me off. Amen. Oh, yeah. So you remember last week when we uh, played that clip from The View and then you and I were talking over it and all of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Now, actress Michelle Williams is on the cover of the British... We won't relive that moment. Or we'll relive it twice. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Good night, everybody. See you later. Good night. That's like last week's uh, Hawks. We did the intermission show last week uh, during the first intermission, and uh, we got about 25 minutes out of it. We went a little bit into that first what, part. What, what? You made it almost through the first overtime that night, I think. Yeah. I can't recall. I left just before. Like I, I, I went home where I'd have enough time to uh, go see some things. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. No. Yes. Yes. So uh, I hear, uh, there was another player who uh, committed murder who got kicked off a team today. That is right. Patrick Kane. No, 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 no. He just murdered the puck. Well, he's been murdering a bunch of alcohol for the last few days. And, and then he and a won. a couple of ladies, I'm sure of it. He won the Come Snipe uh, trophy. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, the best uh, player throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the MVP. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people thought uh, Crawford should have had it. Well, Crawford did play well. You remember all that goalie controversy with uh, Ray Emery? I do. And it kind of got decided by an injury. It. I'll tell you what, it's kind of a blessing uh, it's not a blessing that an injury happened. What I'm saying is it, it ended up working out because that way all, fans weren't able to sit there and say, well, we should be starting We should be starting him through this. Right. And even with the uh, with that five-goal game a couple a couple games back, uh, when he allowed the five goals, when the 11 goals were scored in the Stanley Cup final, which was wild, there were still a few cries about maybe Henry. But, man, Same by man. that point he'd been out for weeks, almost a month. And we ended up winning that game, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we won that game. That was uh, pretty unbelievable. Have you heard about all the injuries? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Hawks are hurt, but they're not really talking about it now. They're just busy celebrating. Uh, there was a clip of uh, Taze doing the moonwalk on uh, on Comcast Sportsnet the other night after the game. So any of his injuries, he's fine. Remember, he got his bell rung the game before. But uh, Boston, like uh, that feller that was almost out of the game, who had gone to the hospital after game five. Punctured lung. They found out, yeah, broken rib had punctured his lung. Wow. Although they stated this, they weren't sure that if it was from that or from a pain-killing shot. Yeah, Are from... they shooting the pain-killing shots, like, right into there? Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. It was, it was a rib. Hey, by the way, if you want to call in with your worst hockey uh, injury or perhaps your greatest Blackhawks moment, or you want to talk to the Bears, or you want to talk basketball. The draft is uh, tomorrow. Cleveland has the first pick in the draft, and uh, Cleveland will again blow it because it's yep. Cleveland. Yes. Uh, you could give us a call at 
888-787-4827. That's 888-787-4827. I am Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. He is uh, Clark Reagan Lawrenson II. And we are Larcher and Lawrenson. Was it? We Clark are La- Lawrenson, Lawrenson and Larcher. Lawrence, no, no. Did you call me Clark Reagan, Lawrence? Yeah, it's right. Oh, that means you think a lot of me. I do. Because you think a lot of Reagan, so I get it. That's fine. I understand. My eyebrows went up. Yeah, feel free to call. If you want to talk about Big Brother, well, that's probably why. We should have really done a Big Brother intermission show tonight. Are you going to watch that tonight? No, because I didn't record it, so i got to wait until probably tomorrow. No, it'll probably be out there. No. No? Well, they, sit, they sit on that for an hour. For an hour. Oh, they don't have to, but it's about the other people who are putting it up there. I know you find that stuff. Yeah, I'd rather just go to them. Right. I'll watch their commercials. It's fine. Oh, boy. Did I mention about my steak? Because that's really bugging me. Yeah, you did. You were bringing up the uh, the NBA draft there for a minute. And, uh, you know, Cleveland's been uh, dangling that pick around. There's been talk of them being interested in Lou Dang. Uh, there was a proposed Kevin Love deal. That fell through a little bit yesterday. Yeah, I heard I, some of that. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I, in the next day or two, there's going to be a lot of talk of that. Uh, my main thought on on the whole situation is that they'll probably end up holding on to that number one pick. Right. The Bulls also, there was talk about uh, the Wizards' number three pick for a little all dang as well. There was talk of that. That was the big rumor yesterday. Well, the idea here is that Jimmy Butler's ready to step up and play. And one thing that came out of this last season, which, mind you, the Bulls made it deeper into the playoffs this year than last, if you if you think about it that way. And they actually, uh, the Heat the Heat had to think about it when they played the Bulls. You know, we only won one of the games, but they definitely they, they pushed They fought them. long and hard. They did. They pushed them hard. They really did. And uh, I don't know. I, I think that it's not a matter of when Luol's going to be traded. Uh-huh. It's, or it's, a matter, or it's not a matter of when. It's a matter of if. I almost said that, right? You think he's gone for sure? Yeah, yeah I think I think it's inevitable. Uh and I think I think you need to 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 get a maximum trade value on it. You got to look to improve the team. What do you think the Bulls should do in the draft? I'm thinking uh, shooting guard. Well, I mean, there there's a lot of different options there. Shooting guard is one of the needs they need. But what's out there? That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what's going on in that draft. Speaking of what's out there, that whiskey is right over there. I remember leaving it much closer. Did you know? Thanks, uh, Fletcher. Uh, hockey has like the best percentage of uh, first rounders. The best percentage of first rounders that actually turn out to be players. Wow. I, I yeah, it would make sense. Football's um, pretty horrible. That's because they pick a lot of theirs out of the junior leagues, right? This is people who have finished college and they're playing in the junior leagues around around Canada, around the northern states, things like that. There's also talk, I, I caught a very good thread the other day about NHL expansion. They've been talking about it and what cities would be good for NFL, NHL expansion. And I think that there's a few cities in that state just north of us that would do all right. Madison has a huge following for the University of Wisconsin hockey. Okay. I think they could do it. And that'd be I unique. That. That'd be unique. Milwaukee, sure. Green Bay, what the hell? Another team for me to hate? That'd be fine with me, my friend. Yeah, I'd be down with that. And and now that now that Detroit has defected from the West and gone to the East, that'd be a pretty good rival. So right there, that's a, one of the states that I would think. And then give Canada another team because they could always use another one. Interesting. Well, I, I, this moment of Clark has been brought to you by the Kirkland Family Restaurant. Yes, it has. Al Archer, we have a caller from the 570. Oh, nice. Hang on one second. I'll get you a caller. Here we go. 
Hey, caller from the 570, thanks for the call. Who's calling? Uh, this is Adrian in Pennsylvania. Hey, Adrian in Pennsylvania, how you doing? I'm doing well, Clark, how are you? Wonderful. How How is it out east, sir? Oh, it's terrible. I live in the woods. Um, okay. I work at uh, what is essentially Kellerman's uh, from Dirty Dancing. Oh, but you're working in the woods. I got to watch the Hawks win the cup the other night, so that was pretty fantastic. Be careful of ticks while you're out there. Yes, of course. They carry Lyme yeah. disease. Adrian, I had a really bad one the other day. You are an old, wonderful friend of ours. We've done some work together. It's wonderful to hear your voice, sir. I know. I was just I was just uh, jumping on Facebook and I saw that you were saying call in and talk Hawks, and uh, I, I actually haven't had a chance to listen to your show yet. But uh, so I was like, I'm calling Clark. I miss Clark. How, where were you watching this game? Where Where were you watching the game the other night? Game Game six. <clears throat> I started watching it at work. I was mm-hmm. at work running a trivia contest, and uh, I put Ooh. it on <laughs> in the lodge while we were doing it. And then uh, I went of, home and watched. Senior, are there a lot of senior couples playing this uh, trivia contest? Not right now, but um, everything from Labor Day up to uh, about the beginning of June is mostly seniors coming out. By Labor Day, you're, you're talking Memorial Day. Yes, of course. That's what okay. I'm, no, 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 Labor Day. From oh, Labor so Day. through the winter is seniors. Through the winter, yeah. We're open in the winter, and that's when we get our senior bus tours coming in from <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, standing outside of the Million Dollar Quartet at the Apollo Theater. Yes. They just bust yes. those gray hairs in. It's great. Anyway, I'd imagine it'd be like Synagogue, too, on a Saturday <laughs> night. That's <laughs> pretty so, awesome. Set us up. So then you, you're done running trivia. You you go home? I went home. I went home, uh, and I told Steph, uh, my fiance Stephanie, I said, uh, it's, uh, it's the Hawks, and they're losing, and we have to watch. <laughs> so that was a great 17 seconds. It's the most exciting 17 oh, uh, seconds I've had since I moved here. <laughs> What? <laughs> you haven't been scared in the woods out there? I haven't been scared in the woods, no. We do have a bear. We have a bear that hangs out by the dumpster. And, um, do you have a name for it? Uh, no. I, I would go with something like maybe Butkus. Or maybe Butkus. <laughs> Clark, Clark, Clark the bear? Well, Phil. Phil the bear. Yeah, right, that, that would work out really well, I think. <laughs> anyway. Well, listen, I don't know... I don't know uh, if your listeners know, but Clark and I did a movie together not not terribly long ago. And Clark, I don't know if you keep up with um, with what's happening, but we just won a ton of awards. Can I tell you this? I have seen it blowing up at festivals all around. Uh, it's blowing up at the sci-fi festivals and some horror festivals. Is that correct? Yeah, we also yeah. won um, an award out in uh, Paris. That's right. A, I saw that. Yeah. Dude, congratulations! Yeah. You're you're the star of it. Uh, you play Ian Follower. Yes. And it's and you, Motivational Growth. You can find it. It's MotivationalGrowth.com. Is that correct? That is correct. There you and, go. And uh, I have to say that you and Casey as Stricker and Jace is still my favorite part of the movie. Get out of here. Oh, Come it's on. awesome. You guys were great. <laughs> it was so good. Thanks, brother. We certainly had a great time. It, it's a great time anytime. Well, if, if you got a part of something else, just please let me know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We got some stuff coming. We got it coming. I'm Adrian, how, how are sports in general treating you since you've been uh, back out in on the East Coast? Well, as you know, I'm uh, born and bred in Philadelphia, and um, yep. it's not looking good. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But um, 
we'll yeah, get there. I, you know what? I haven't even been keeping up with the Phillies this year. I just I know that it, it kind of faded away a little bit. Yeah, they stink, and the Eagles stink, and the Sixers are terrible, and the Flyers just got rid of their goalie. So we, there you go. How do you feel yep. all about that new head coach you got for the Eagles? I don't know, man. I haven't. I, I'm not really rooting for the Eagles uh, until they get rid of Michael Vick. Yeah, he faded out with the Vick thing. I respect you for that one, Adrian. But I got to well, tell you. Well, the cool thing is, I I went from uh, I went from Vic to the Bears. So I'm right yeah, up there with you guys. Yeah, you the Bears, are you, as much as you can? Still following the Bears. I still have your Bears sweatshirt, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you got a couple Bears items of mine. I just got to say that. And you can you can hold on to those. Keep those out east. I want to keep the fandom. I want to let people know, you know? You guys have some kind of weird uh, clothing exchange relationship. Uh, he shot his first <laughs> a couple of years back, and he needed some Bears gear. So I told him to keep it as, as long as he needed to use it. And, well, he still needs to use it. It's fine. I think I'll need it for life. Yeah. So, that's Adrian, good. we appreciate the phone call. Thank you so much. Hey, we will talk privately at another date. Yeah, let's I do that. I just want to say hi to you guys. I miss you guys. I miss you, too. Real quick, how long have you been back out there? Uh, it's been a year and a half now. Jeez. Wow. All right. Well, we yeah. miss you here in Chicago, and uh, next time you visit, let's hang out. We will. All right. Take All right, it easy, guys. Man. Have fun. See you. Will do. Later. Thanks for calling, Adrian. I'm getting there. I should have had this ready. Doors are closing. Hey. Doors closing. Well, it was great to get a phone call from uh, Adrian out east. It's 888-787-4827, I think I get the point. 4827. Was was that my cousin Vinny? Yes. Yes. Uh, watched the end of that today with my mom out in Kirkland. It was on Comedy Central. Marissa Tomei actually won Best Supporting Actress. The Oscar. Comedies don't usually get that. When your mom finishes a movie, does she say she's seen the movie? Whenever I walk in the door, she says, it's great to see you. You look great. There you go. For those of you that don't know my mother's mother, mother's blind, but uh, she always says it. It's, it's great. It goes well. That's nice. Yeah, thank you. So I'm excited. We almost have a deal with the WNBA. Yeah, so how we're, about it? We're in talks. Yeah. Maybe we'll start carrying and broadcasting uh, the WNBA games. Let's see if we can do that. Get a partnership. We'll we'll call the games. Let's set it up and let's do a live uh, five minutes from the parade on uh, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, we could do ten if we want. I think we should. I'll, I'll set Yikes. it up. Yikes! Okay, I'm in. We'll just do a quick little live report from. You heard it here first, folks. This just in. This just in. This Friday, Al Archer and I will be coming to you live with a quick, with a quick abbreviated show. Right there. We can do it from Blog Talk, or are we just going to upload something to Facebook, or? Just it. Larger and Lawrence live from oh, no, you gotta, the Blackhawks Parade. What do I got to do? Do it again. Where is it? Turn it there. Yeah, here, I'll play it. Ready? I'll play it on three. One, two, three. Tonight, we have the story you've been waiting for. Clark Lawrenson finally leaves his apartment with Al Archer and will be seen live at the Blackhawks game. That's really not how... You know, who's, you know who actually started there, I think? Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. I think so. I think he did, too. And then he was, like, on that Insider or whatever? Yeah. Is that where he had the blow-up? The, the famous... Was, the famous... You can look up YouTube, Bill O'Reilly, F-bombs and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get that for Todd's. I think that'd be fun to play. <laughs> 
at like midnight. You know? yeah, no. yeah. And when the boss yeah. isn't around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things to play when the boss isn't around, <laughs> that's for sure. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate you being here. We'll be on the air for a little bit longer. Uh, 888-4827. No, we will be on the air for a little bit No, we really will. I swear Probably to it, Larger. We're going to be on the air for just a tad bit longer. Hey, 4829. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Much appreciated. You're very a lot of American. rain today, man. A lot of rain this morning around here. The commute this morning, when I went to leave to go to Kirkland, of course, I could have gone last night, but I decided to wait till this morning so I could have my sleep. I go and check the news, and from downtown to O'Hare, it was an hour and 55 minutes. Because 9094, the Kennedy, from that point out to O'Hare, before it splits to go up to 94, yeah. up at 94, the Edens, they closed it down at Pratt. Completely yeah. closed down. So that backed up the 9094 part as well. Because the Cubs were in town. So I took, I took Addison all the way out by you. Nice. Shot up, uh, shot up one of the streets, Cumberland, up to uh, Irving Park. Took Irving Park down. You know, you drove right by my cemetery. Yeah. Oh, did I really? You did. Yeah. Wow. I waved. Well, yeah, we. I, I said, a, I said a prayer for you. Uh, yeah, yeah I took that out to Route 20, and that took me all the way to uh, all the way to the old Kirkland. Holy cow! Yeah. How about it? The homestead. Yeah, you know. Then I even smoking I something. Usually, I usually like uh, hitting up some friends of mine when I get out there, but I only had a few hours, and I went out to check out. And, Say hey to the mother real quick. Get that nice meal at Red Lobster. Nice. What'd you have? Uh, I went with they. They have this uh, this deal for ten forty nine. Pick two two entrees. Mm. So I got like a uh, garlic shrimp skewer, mm. and then I got like this fried fish with some mashed potatoes. Mm. And I limited myself to one biscuit. I did well. Okay. I did well. Those what are, about fifty calories in each? Is that what it, is that what it was? I fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. I was neither of those things today, sir. Well, you were fat. Oh, hang on a minute. I mean, you're. I, let's be honest. You're not. That is the fat kettle calling the teapot. Well, excuse fat me. Fat black is what that is. Fat is a technical term. I, I mean, obese. What I'm going to do is I'm going to blow up and I'm going to get a lap. No, I'm going to go with the bypass. I'll get the bypass and I will top yours. You can't screw around with the bypass. You, there's no turning back from the bypass, right? Uh-huh. But you can you can release the bandage. With the uh, yeah, with the lap, I can tighten it or wow, yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. Chicago. Uh, Our tight end's a bit of a goofball. Yes, the new one, Martellus Bennett. Far from a murderer, though. He's the black unicorn. No, he saved people. He galloped as a black unicorn and caught a man falling from the sky and saved his life. And now he's going to catch balls from Jay Cutler that are going to give us points. That are going to lead us to the promised land because it's now or never, gentlemen. Yeah, no, that's true. Jay Cutler. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Larcher, there's some water over there. Get Jay, it. Jay, Jay Cutler's contract is up at the end of the year. How long do you sign him for? Well, it depends on what he's doing this okay, year. Okay, let's say he he throws for he has a passer rating of ninety two point five. Is this at the end of the season? Are they going to wait till the end of the season yes, to offer him a contract? Absolutely. Well then, okay, go ahead. Okay, so he's got a 92.5 passer rating. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, he's thrown a lot more touchdowns and interceptions. He looks good. The offense has looked healthy. There's clearly some things we're lacking. There's some things that need fixed. But you could tell the offense is moving, and he's our quarterback. How long do you sign him for? What's the record? What's the team record? Our team record or the yeah. NFL record? Well, what's our What's our team record? How many wins? And are we in the playoffs? No, we go nine. We go nine and seven. Ooh, 
We miss the playoffs. Give them a two-year deal. Because they don't, they don't have anyone else. There's nobody else. What are you going to do? Try to make a blockbuster I trade agree, at that but point? You're not going to. Well, but why are you going to take around? For are you going to be? Years? Is there going to be a stud who's ready to play? Is there going to be a, a Cam Newton ready to go next year? No, but maybe next year is the year you tank and you get that draft pick for the year after. Do teams really tank? Well, is that real? They rebuild. Do they tank? Because I don't think, no, I don't. Think I think anyone... I think the Bulls tried to tank this last season and nobody told Tom Thibodeau. Right. I think that's what happened there. So I, I just – that's it, a risky move. I'll, I'll say this. It seemed like the Bulls were putting that team in a position not to succeed. In other words, they weren't trying to make tools to better the team because they knew that this team wasn't going to win a championship. So they, I don't think they, were, they wanted a bad season, but I think if things went south, it would have been okay in their eyes. Yeah, their yeah. Um, and I think that's common. I think there are times where, and I know as a general manager in the video game world of multiple championships and multiple teams and multiple systems, some years you realize, I don't have any money. I don't have enough to win. I'm just going to let happen whatever's going to happen. Fair enough. Yeah. In other words, you don't fill your holes. Okay. Yeah. You let your holes you see if they fix themselves. Right. You give guys chances who shouldn't have chances. And sometimes you find guys who are awesome filling in that you wouldn't expect it, and you actually do well. Okay. For example, yeah. this year, we, we uh, Butler right. stepped up. and Yes, he did. And, you know, and some of the some of the guys that they grabbed to fill in, like nobody knew that uh, Giovelli would have that good of a year. Like, he really did. Hold and there, Cracker Boy. I'm not finished. Uh, he had a bigger role than, than what was – well, exactly. Expected, basically. Uh, and he stepped up his game. But those are kind of the role players, and, and you need those. And you need those guys to step up if you're going to win the, the championship. And that's what the Blackhawks were able to do again this year. Uh, but sometimes in a group of role players, you find a dungeon master. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't. No, I – hey, I'll tell you what. You, you, talk, you keep talking about um, – With classified information like this. I demand the cone of silence. You keep talking about playing uh, franchise for Madden uh-huh. and such. I'll tell you what, the NHL game playing franchise would be difficult. It's hard for those teams because the way that their structure is set up, they've got to cut pretty much all the team, which if you recall you know, last the year. The best answer I give you, it's, it's a fluid process. And in the NHL, it's not that fluid of a process, Al. Uh, the last time they won the cup, uh Two weeks later, one of the fan favorites from the playoffs, but you want to get maximum trade value at the time for him. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Bufflin. Yeah. Uh, when they traded Bufflin within two weeks, a lot of people weren't happy about it, but they had to do it. If they wanted to continue to compete, and if they wanted to get back to that championship soon, they had to make drastic changes. It's a tough game. It's a tough game to GM. Sure. It's very tough to be the GM. And Stan Bowman did a great job. Stan Bowman, named after the Stanley Cup himself actually did a wonderful job of getting him back there this quickly. Two NFL or two NHL championships within four years is pretty remarkable. We might get Patrick to call in next week. Patrick Small of the comedy group. Yeah. He uh he's a general manager in the hockey video game world. Is he really? He's done we'll, it, yeah. We'll have to compare. I want to compare you I want to have you guys talk about the the differences in there a little bit. <laughs> That's what our fans want. They want. They want. They, do. they, they want, want video game. Listen, I'm insights. the greatest uh, 
manager. At least it's related to sports. Manager, it's related very, to sports. Very good point. It's not like a steak at the Long Branch. you got to wait an hour for it because some fat guy steals it. <laughs> because a fat guy steals it. Yeah. He, well, he was. I still have no idea how they delivered it to the wrong person. No, here's just you're hilarious tonight. <laughs> you been taking some kind of happy pills? Because you are a blast. <laughs> no, I left the happy pills at home tonight. I did too. That's why I think we're actually having like a decent... I hope a decent show. I don't know. Probably not. You know what? The, the nights that I feel like we're having a good show, it uh, usually normal. sounds awful. Right. And the nights when we're having terrible shows, I listen to it and be like, oh, that was pretty good. I guess it, <laughs> that's yeah. just how it works. But tonight, My eyebrows went up. I thought you were bringing in new ones, or did you just bring in that view thing? No, I, well, I did bring the view on it. Well, boo fucking who? Watch your language, sir. Yeah, let's keep it clean. This isn't a Drew Freeze show. Was he the guy who swore a lot, or was it the 80s clown? No, that was... Which I think is why I brought Drew on, because I was like, I expected Ledley to do a lot of talking, Uh because he does, but he wasn't drinking, so he he doesn't talk as much when he's not drinking. That is for sure. And it was great having him on. Uh, And then Drew did a lot of talking. And it was still nice. I didn't didn't hate the show. No. you know, and Drew and I have talked since, and I'm not mad about it at all. I, I enjoyed the show. You did make, like, a comment at the party. When? At the party, when you were drunk over the weekend. Drew was there. No, were, I did not. You, you were like, oh, you're not going to talk all the time like you're on the radio, are you? You, made a, you made a drunken comment. Yeah. It well, made him very uncomfortable. No, because he always brings it up to me, and I always... He knows it. I'm just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like maybe. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper. That's how I feel about myself. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I think you should open your yapper more. I think you should be more yapper uh, friendly. Yapper? You you don't hear about the clapper much anymore. Well, there's a lot of new technologies. I mean, now you have your, your iPhone where you can turn your lights on and off. Yeah, but nobody uses that. I mean, only rich people with, like, electronic houses, but, I mean, you think in a place like this, you would have a clapper. You think in my place would have a clapper. No, you would. I want to get a record player and, like, um, get it all set up with, like, some satanic music and just have it set to blast. Like an old record player and just crank it up to, to as high as it goes with Satan music. Okay. Why is this? And if anybody ever broke into my house, uh-huh. I would just, and that creepy-ass music would start playing, and I'd start talking in tongues, and they would get the hell out of there, and I would I would ward off. Or they would shoot you in the face. James Farrell was calling my... You know what? He called me last night, and I couldn't answer. I was I was at the new uh, Superman movie. I went to, uh, I went oh, to uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you do that answer thing where you text him while you're doing it? No, this is the first time I'm ever trying it. Oh, that's nice. You're doing it for James. He's got a big show coming up on July 8th. I forget where it is. Maybe we should bring him on the show. We should bring him on this show and we should talk. Or maybe you heard Adrian. He's a Philadelphia guy as well. James F. Farrell, check him out. He does a stand-up around the area. Yeah, I'll call him tomorrow. Yeah. Cubs winning 5-3 right now, bottom of the six. Wow, that's Sox good news. Edwin getting... Jackson laid an egg last night. What are the Sox doing? Uh, they're, 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 they can't get any wood. 3 nothing. 
So the Cubs have uh, designated for assignment a little DFA on Carlos Marmol. Marmol's gone. You know what? He he fell in love with that slider. And it's that slider that all of the us Cubs fans really enjoyed for quite a few years. But then he just lost his confidence in his fastball. And literally last year, all he was throwing was a slider. And all these guys had to do was sit back and wait. Yeah. And boom. And then that Ian Stewart cat, you know, he's been out. He's been out in Iowa for a while. And he, he, he opened up his uh, his Twitter mouth, and he, he yapped off on Twitter. And they held on to him a bit, suspended him for a bit just to uh, just to prove a point before they dropped him. And they have now officially dropped him as well. And speaking of dropped as well, how about, uh, what's his name, finding a body in the uh, wood? Finding yeah, Kerry Wood found a body over in the Belmont Harbor. I think that was the missing uh, 40-something who, uh, who had had some... Uh, some mental issues and such from uh Oh, did maybe he grab a steak at the Long Branch? Cuz I think that guy was pretty slow. <laughs> Are you saying that you it. hope it was that guy? No, I don't hope it was I him. Think but if it was just, him, I, I think you just said it. that you were hoping that the guy who stole your steak We got a call. At Lone Star is the same guy who did that. We do have a call. I got this. Okay. He's got it. Hey caller from the 773. Who's calling? Uh, hi, this is Alex Peters. How are you? Wow, Peters. Alex Peters, how you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm great. I'm down here in Florida, just sitting around naked watching Full House reruns. Saw you guys uh, were looking for some callers. That sounds erotic. Alex, did you move to Florida? No, no, not at all. I'm on vacation. Very nice. You're still here in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, Just up the street from you guys. I just want to talk about how much I hate the Miami Heat. Wow, are are you are you uh, are you in the neighborhood of the Heat? Uh, not too far. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, there's plenty of Heat jerseys wandering around, and people walking around like they own the place, and it's it's just yeah, terrible. Yeah. Were you uh, were you in Florida when uh, when the madness was going on up here? For uh, yeah, I was. Thank God. No, yeah, you know what? Yeah, thank- it wasn't as bad as it looked on TV. I'll tell you that much. I, I didn't go down into the thick of it, but the way I understand it, a, a couple of friends of mine were right there in the thick of it, and it wasn't quite as bad as the uh, national media and local media played it out to be. It was uh, pretty. Well, I was there good. in 2010, and that was pretty crazy. Yeah, what's up? What's on your mind tonight? Oh, not much. Uh, just thought I would give you guys a ring and say hello and wish you all the best right now. Hey, are you a are you a Texans uh, fan or a Cowboys fan or? Neither? I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. They are America's team, and yeah. I am an American. Yeah, well, that's important. That's good. Are you are you yeah. going to? Cowboys? I'm going to go ahead and predict a Dallas Cowboy playoff first this year. Wow. Can I ask you this? Did I ask all Cowboys fans this? What do you think about that contract for Romo? I think it's fine. I think he's a good quarterback. I he's. People give him a hard time because, you know, the position he's in, a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, is, I mean, it's a marquee position. People scrutinize it. Okay. If it wasn't for Don Prophet tonight, I, I, w- I would make a Romo homo joke, but I'm not. Out of respect. That's very nice. Hey. Of you, That's very nice. It's of you. perfectly acceptable. Uh, I mean, I'm a Romo sexual. Oh, that a boy. That a boy. I see. I, I like yeah. what you fellas are doing over there. I really do. Uh, my my, my yeah. question for you, Alex. Uh, Dallas is coming to town this year. Uh, are you planning on going to that game? Most definitely. I went to the uh, Cowboys-Bears game down in Dallas last year. 
Oh, you did do that. I, you know what? I caught that on Facebook. You were one of a, of, of about five or six different friends of mine who went down there. And I've got to tell you, you're yeah, saying yeah. it is on my bucket list down there. I've got to get down there to see that screen. Is it? Uh, it's how huge. About that is it? Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on for. Do you just one end up watching the television the whole time? Alex, hold on for just one second. We got to do some uh, quick. And I, I want to finish up with you. Yeah, hang on one second, guys. Thanks for listening to sure the thanks. live show. We're going into the overtime. Alex, stick around. He's Al Larcher. Uh, he's Clark Lawrenson. Thank you. We're Larcher Lawrenson. Overtime up next. It is the overtime now. This is just for the podcast listeners and uh, Alex, who's on the line still with us. Uh, I almost missed that. Thanks for picking it up, Al. Yeah, anytime. Hey, uh, uh, what do you think of uh, Rob Ryan getting thrown out of there? And uh, you guys maybe going to? A, are you going to a four-three? We are, we are going to the four three. We we've got old Monty Kiffin, the originator of the Tampa Two, in there oh, now. Wow. Seventy six or seventy three years old. I was going to say an old old defense coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's probably going to die around you know week eight. That's okay if you get eight good weeks out of him and you guys understand oh, the, sure. uh, the four three. I'm a big fan of the four three. I've never completely understood the three four. I know it's a confusing defense that really. You know, the the benefit of, of playing in the NFC, especially the NFC Centrals, we've never really played the 3-4. So it's still something I've yeah. never completely understood, and I, I don't see a lot of success with it. I realize Pittsburgh had a lot of success with the 3-4, but I, sure. I don't know. And New England as well, the Belichick kind of thing. Yeah, he does kind of Belichick got it, it from uh, the tuna. That's right, Parcells. Parcells. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's supposed to confuse the defenses, but it ends up confusing – or it's supposed to confuse the offenses, but it confuses the defenses just as much. I think yeah. you just keep a base 4-3, and everybody knows their role. Play instead defense. of having a different blitzer every time. Alex, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, going to the game, you live here in Chicago now. Dallas is uh, where your heart starts at. What do you think about a sure. owning a Dicka Cowboys jersey? I'd be fine with that. He was a good cowboy. I think he should. I, he had a lot of great years with the cow. I didn't realize, you know. Yeah, he me, did. I I feel like he won a Super Bowl with us. I I he did. He did. I, I we won yeah. in seventy one and seventy nine. Yeah. No. He he got one with you. And he did. Uh, he did start his coaching career there. Yeah, he did under Landry. Oh, was he hey, an assistant coach under Landry? Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 I think he started at tight ends coach probably. Yeah. I think um, – I also think maybe you should consider getting a, a Dave Wanstatt defensive coordinator. If I'm getting that one of those, i got to get a, a Dave Campo. <laughs> Large, Campo. Do you remember it was after the Super Bowl that year that uh, the Cubs – or I'm sorry, the, the Cubs – the Bears, they interviewed Wanstead right there on the field after the Cowboys sure. won it. They're like, you're coming to Chicago, baby. The hope was there. Oh, We're yeah. already. He had the mustache ready he to roll. He had a mustache, and he was, oh, yeah. he was the same story as Dick. Uh, he, was a, he was a defensive coordinator coming from Dallas. Yes. And everybody was all excited. With the great Wani. Yep. Wani yeah, he Wani. ended up going to Miami, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, he went to Miami and ruined Ricky Williams' career by running him a thousand times a game. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm not certain, but I think he might be the special teams coordinator for the Buffalo Bills these days. Yeah, that was uh, Yeah, Wanstead, that's where he's at. It's amazing the Ricky Williams thing with uh, Wanstead uh, getting him again because uh, Dicka is the guy who drafted Ricky Williams to start out. Right. Sure, yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah. 
gave the house up for him. Yeah. Alex, thank you so much for giving us a ring. I really appreciate it. Are you uh, are you on the beach right now? Uh, well, my hotel is pretty much on the beach, but yeah. I'm in the hotel room right now. We we act like a couple of old people and came into the came into the hotel and sitting around watching Full House. I spent I spent about three days in Fort Lauderdale. There was a pirate bar right amongst those mall of bars around there that I went in. That's that's about all I recall. I was I was not very coherent through the uh, the time I was there. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our day tomorrow. Today we just kind of uh, swam around and looked at seashells under the water. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Hey, I appreciate the call. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. No worries, guys. Good luck with everything. Appreciate it. Yeah, take it easy, brother. All right, y'all have a good night. Bye. Later. Did I say later? Did is he off the line? Yeah, he's off the line. I once did a show with that guy. Oh, you did do a show with him uh, over here at the the Wit. He invited me to do a show, and it, I was in some really weird mode. Your job was to get drunk, is what you told me, or did you just do that? Well, I I, I kind of I, I I don't know. I did get you drunk. got drunk and loopy. I did. I just got my tattoo, and I was feeling like a badass. It was this tattoo. The, it was the, the arm tattoo? tattoo? No, no, no. It was, it was the arm tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I just got The tattoo that. that you had traded for your PS3. Right. And I think I was heading into Burning Man or just came out, and I had my flak vest with with a um, Smith & Weston knife. Wow. And I ended up pulling the knife on stage. You pulled a knife, pulled out, a knife out on stage? stage. I, I should apologize. Did now. you freak really? all of them out? No. Well, apologize to them right here and now. He's off the line. Yeah, well, he's not listening. He's on vacation. He might, he might tune in just to hear himself. But it was, he, it was pretty. Alex good. is probably listening. Just, I wasn't good that night. I thought you nailed it. You weren't there. I know. That's why I, I just assumed. Well, Larger, it's good to be back on the air for a full show. This is our first full show in a in a couple of weeks. The uh, we we took a couple of weeks off, guys. We are going to uh, we'll do a call in. I'll tell you how it goes. It, it'll be easy. Just to do a good five, ten minutes live from there. Um, we're going to try to get Dave Wanstead on this show. I've made this my new life mission. Let's do it. Uh, currently, just a Dave Wanstead update. Okay. He was with the Bills after um, a long time in Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh. Right, yeah. He lost that gig. He, he coached from the sidelines in crutches at one point. That's what I recall from there. Uh, in January 21st, 2011, he was announced he was joining the Bills staff as assistant head coach and linebacker coach under Chan Gailey. Okay. He was promoted to defensive coordinator on January 2nd of 2012. He was then fired along with the entire staff on December 31st of 2012. And now he's been hired. Does he currently have a gig? By the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, February 1st of 2013, he is their special teams coordinator. My God, has he fallen. Congratulations to him for having a job. The special teams coordinator is a very underrated position, my friend. The head coach, Greg uh, Ciano, Popovich, was an assistant coach under Dave Wanstatt when he was with the Bears. Oh. What did he do for the Bears? Shivano. I remember the name. I'll pull it up there. There you go. Beauty of uh, Wikipedia. You just touch things and things happen. It's amazing. It's a free service, but they're certainly always asking for you to give them money, aren't they? Looks like he was a defensive backs coach, and then he was a defensive assistant. Okay, yeah. No, I remember the name quite a bit. Do you really? Well, let me tell you this. Dave Wanstead doesn't have a problem going over there being the special teams coordinator, and there's a reason for it. Everybody's got a price for the million-dollar man. All he wanted was a little bit of money. I think the dude just likes coaching, to be honest. 
Yeah, he probably. Yeah, yeah, okay, I like Coach Ed. He kind of sounded like Rayman. Didn't he? He's like, ah, uh, like, what, what are you gonna do after the game, Wapner? Definitely, definitely Wapner. He's not dead. Yikes! I have to get off the air soon. I'm gonna have to prepare in about an hour. Uh, Yikes! We're gonna be seeing old uh, Patrick Kane on the uh, David Letterman show tonight. Oh wow, that's yeah, journalistic. Uh, my goal is to get a drop from Patrick Kane. Hi, this is Merle Haggard, and you're listening to Big Isle Archers. Stay tuned. Thanks, Merle. What are you babbling about? By the way, Merle Haggard just joined Instagram. I would have never known that ba- nanaling about was really babbling about. What do you mean? You named this nanaling about. Did you hit the N instead of the B twice? No. No, three times. Because it's N. It you titled it N A N N L I N G. So. You you meant to type babbling about, but you had typed nanaling about. N-A-N-N. But then you got the N right for the last part. I I didn't. I did do nanaling about. Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to the morning show with Big Al, your pal, on your country all... Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to the morning show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative 98.5 WACF. Doesn't even exist anymore, sadly. That station, none of it. Nothing. I thought they like switched formats. Well, they did, but they changed call letters too. Oh, okay. Are, are they? Is there still a station operating out of that building? I think the AM is, but I don't think the FM is. I think no the FM went defunct. The FM broadcasts on a different, um, still ninety-eight five, but they use different call letters, and they're out of Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh, it's like rebroadcast through there. Um. Yeah. Probably. Okay. They might have a stick there. I see what you mean. Cool. All right. Thanks for another show, man. Nice Thank job you. tonight. Oh, you did a fine job. Thank you to Adrian for the call from out east. Thank you to Alex, Alex for the Peter? call from down yeah. south. Boom. We've got we've gone coast to coast and all points in between. I'm Al Archer. He's Clark Lawrence, and the magic was made. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. This is a Ricky Ricardo production.